Just gotta love the smell of a new comic book. Hello and welcome to episode 81 of Under the Call of MS. And this is episode number two of A Comic Conundrum. I happened to stop somewhere else yesterday and with the season and everything with sales, I just figured I'd throw another little episode out here and just uh, give a shout out. Some more Wisconsin comic shops. But first, talk about a few comics, which we always enjoy. And the first one or two that I am talking about is Coming of Rage by Wes Craven. Check out issue one and two from Wes Craven, director of Scream and the Nightmare on Elm Street. And Steve Niles, writer of 30 Days of Night, two masters of horror unite for the first time. Featuring art by Francesco Biagini and Liquid Studios. About a year ago, this is Wes Craven speaking, just a quote by him. About a year ago, I had the beginning of an unwritten joke come into my head. A vampire, a werewolf, and a zombie walk into a bar. Just that. What was the punchline? Who cares? I just liked the sound of it. My imagination went crazy thinking about what could happen when three such impossibly different characters were thrown together. I'd never seen anything like it, and I wanted to know their story. So it had to be written. I met with comic book legend Steve Niles. We hit it off and decided to beat out the story of a very special young man's coming of age and the two unlikely friends who helped him to survive it. After a bit of hard, fun work, a five-issue series of comic books was born, telling not only the story of how these three ended up on the run together, but how the central character, Richie, lost his innocence and became one of the most powerful vampires in the world. And the title would be Coming of Rage. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't read that little quote before this podcast. That makes me enjoy this even more. Because that's where I was wondering where this was going. Because you do find a vampire, a werewolf, and a zombie creature get, uh, teaming up in here. I thought maybe down the line there'd be more creatures popping up. And possibly this seemed a little vampire heavy. Uh, because, of course, the young gentleman, Richie, that the story's based on focusing on uh, is from a vampire clan and bloodline. And that's why this, this was very vampire heavy because of how all the series of events happened through these two books. I don't want to ruin it too much. Uh, 
I mean, I give spoilers away. You're not going to stop me from it because with my MS head, I just goof up. <laughs> I talk about things without even thinking about it and whatever. But uh, the way this went with the vampiric sect and all that, I wasn't sure what was going to happen with this down the road and if the other two characters had any type of main focus or anything or if we'd maybe lose them in the near future or something like that. But now that I heard that, that made me a lot happier. Uh, this is definitely fun. I want to. I want to get the last three issues soon and finish the story off. I'm really curious how it goes. It's a trip how they play these characters' abilities and shape shifting and stuff. I really like what they did with the zombie. Uh, I've never heard before of a zombie that ate bones and everything. So this is this is fun. Uh, so if you're, you like those type of creatures, you like anything West Craven, I mean, he's like one of the odd fathers of horror and just, he's a person that everybody knows his name if you mention it. And, uh, yeah, this is very, very fun. Um, They'll be searching for those next, last three issues very soon. <laughs> Check those out. And that was by Liquid Comics. All right. I uh, bought another comic because of the cover. I love that this was my second. Uh, oh, come on, Man Bat cover that I picked up but this is from the year of the villain run and it's Justice League Dark number 14 uh, I don't think I've read any else, anything else from the Justice League Dark run I may have picked up a couple this uh, basic little synopsis the rules of magic have changed forever, and the Justice League Dark is ready to keep the peace in the magical world. But that peace will be shattered as Cirque takes center stage, gathering a team of magic's most dangerous monsters to take control of magic once and for all. Uh, starts out with the whole thing with Diana, Wonder Woman. Uh, He's going through this dream with all this magic stuff going on. And like I've mentioned in the past, I'm not, and there's a lot of DC characters, the main characters, Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman. And I just, they bore me easily because they're a little too serious and a little too crabby sometimes. Uh, it's, it's the same with the Marvel, some like Captain American and stuff. I just have certain characters, Aquaman. I just I try to get through it. I, and they have stories I enjoy, but I like stuff that just has a little bit more fun to it. Just has to. Just stuff that's not so serious. It's like, why so serious? 
But uh, yeah, this Wonder Woman, I'm intrigued on. I want to read. I'm actually interested in this whole Justice League Dark series after reading just this one comic. It just pulled me in. Variety characters. You got Swamp Thing. You got uh, Man Bad. John Constantine, and there's just a bunch of sorcerers pop up in here, and there's there's a lot of characters. Nice that you'll uh, be able to satisfy everybody. It's basically those wide open runs where they use every character possible, but it was. Definitely uh, interest catching. I'm going to definitely go back to the beginning with it. I I wasn't going to read this one. I said it. I got it yesterday and I set it aside last night. I'm like, who knows when I'm going to get issue one. I'm not going to set it aside and wait to get the earlier issues. I'm just going to check it out, see if I like it. If I don't, then it'll save me from even having to hunt down the other ones but uh yeah i'm very glad i did open it up and check it out um there's a lot of action going on a lot of characters looking forward to reading more about it if you're gonna get it check out look for these variant covers they got some pretty cool ones but uh dc justice league dark number 14 Check them, check them all out if you're interested in that. And then I went back a ways to Rune Volume Two. I got issue one and two. Uh, Rune, if you don't know, is a fictional vampire-like being. From Malibu Comics, Ultraverse imprint. He was created by Barry Windsor Smith and Chris Alm. And first appeared as a backup story in Sludge Number One. Uh, Ultraverse, Malibu, all those are. I look look at them like uh, the B movies and stuff like that, and lesser known characters. But, uh, it's a vampire. So after reading Man Bat and stuff, I seen these sitting in my sack and I have stuff I just got not long ago. And I'm like, well, what the heck? I'll check them out. And starting out is kind of funny how you open it up and inside cover, cover of issue number one as an advertiser. Advertisement for Mall Rats when it first came out, and it includes a free private screening party where you get to meet uh, Spider-Man artist John Romita Sr. Also get to meet Wolverine and Spider-Man, and of course Kevin, all them. But and everyone who attends the Mall Rats screening party will get free posters, autographs, and Polaroids. And, and of course, Kevin's made 
clerks by using a credit card and filling that up with twenty thousand dollars worth of credit or whatever on it, and then so they have an advertisement on the bottom for a credit card that you can get a Spider-Man character Wolverine. But uh, yeah, this is at Springfield Mall, and uh, just funny back in the day, nineteen ninety-five. But yeah, check this out. Starts out with the rune with the vampiric, the man bat looking type character. It's very aggressive, has a alter ego or whatever, and, uh, another character talking in his head and stuff. And he uh, acts the bad and the good, so I'm not sure where this character lies in the long run. But going through this for some reason, there's some, well, like the name mentions, Rune. Someone like put some Rune markings on a wall, and they, it's like you got a Constantine style character in here. You get, variety of other characters that just, that just pop in real quick and so you don't really get to learn much about them but all of a sudden you're going from a whole story with this vampire character creature and all of a sudden you're reading about uh, a golden character warlock but apparently it's very confusing and basically because he just I don't know he's he's apparently from other franchises and stuff so I don't really know how this crossover became or what's going on and then all of a sudden character later in the second issue changes back to the uh, man bat style vampire vampiric creature so it's like i don't know enough about these ultraverts malibu comics run uh groups of characters and i have a good variety of them they're comics that i haven't read yet but just not really sure how this one What it all is, all the different crossovers and stuff. It's like I don't understand why it went from the vampire creature to the warlock creature. And mentions of the Phoenix character. Very confusing. I will read more because I came across a bunch of these over the years and collected them just because my wife's uh, vampire addiction to vampires and her collecting anything vampire over the years so we kept all those comics I just never read them because I was not interested many 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 years I give a shit about vampires and I just like my zombies werewolves and now I'm more seems to be getting more into reading 
vampires because that's what almost every damn comic has lately, even if it has a run. Eventually, that run's just going to turn out to have a bunch of vampires in it. But they are doing good with some and others. Eh. But I will read them because they're in my collection. Uh, a fun vampire one over the years, which I've followed and watched the animated series and stuff and whatever they did when they tried to put it into video games, comics, anything I could find. If I came across it, I'd check out an issue or two of stuff. But it's Vampire Hunter D, Message from Mars, done by Stranger Comics, issue one of five. Easton, Easton, Bruchard, Mitchell, the collaborators in this one. Uh, it's Brandon Easton, by the way. <laughs> Michael Broussard, Sheldon Mitchell. But Vampire Hunter D is another one that uh, you may not know much about. It goes, it's been adapted many different times through basically by translation from others. And it's like Vampire Hunter D message from Mars, also referred to as Vampire Hunter D message from Cecil is a currently running comic book adaption of message from Cecil and unpublished Hideyuki Kikuchi short story never before released in English. The story was only given to fans as a, Prize during an event in Japan and will make its English debut in this five comic book series. Uh, it's very well done, very well written. I mean, it's done with a more manga style, so it's it's nice seeing this cleaner version. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen anything Vampire Hunter D, so when I Read it, I was trying to remember how he got the character known as Left Hand, which is the little spirit, the little uh, demon that's based that's on his left hand that he can do different stuff with, and he talks to him all the time. So. But yeah, this was a very interesting way to see this character done, and how it's nice and clean and more represented. I think it's, uh, I think we're seeing it so much cleaner and done this way because it's basically brought back from a storyline that was done a while back, but just cleaned up and made right. Well, not right, but made to understand these easy, more easily. But yeah, this is beautiful artwork. Just fun, just watching the character just destroy destroy his enemies. But if you like Vampire Hunter D, this would be a good run to check out. And really nice cover cover work also. Check those out from Stranger Comics. Five issue run.
All right. Talk about where I got some of these comics. Uh, yesterday, every year you get the postcard in the mail if you're on their list for Chimera Comics. Chimera, well, it's Chimera Hobby Shop at 820 South Main Street, Fond Lac, Sweet A, uh, Fond Lac, Wisconsin, 54935. If you haven't been there, Sign up for it, and every year you'll get their card with their little disc going, and let you know about their holiday sale between, over Christmas and the New Year's. Uh, they have a good variety of everything, pretty much. Nice collection of gaming stuff. Uh, they right now. The back room was always for play, playing magic and stuff like that, all their different gaming events and stuff. And thanks to COVID, you can't do that no more. So they they turned that back room into their uh, bargain rooms, uh, all items that they have decently discounted. They have back there, and it's a good variety of gaming stuff, comics, DVDs, whole bunch of stuff and both stores are doing that there they also have a store in appleton talk about them down the road when i go check them out again it's been a while but probably a good 10 10 plus years since i've been in that store but uh yeah they're taking advantage of that and made a nice bargain room uh but with their sale which i believe the reason i wanted to get this out there i believe their sale is going through January 2nd, I think. So if you got time and you're around the area, go out there and check it out. But their back room, I bought a bunch of dollar comics, of course, again. And then their comics in their front room, their rack of new releases and the more newer comics that have been released in the past so many months or so. They have a deal going on them. I think it's all comics priced four ninety nine and below. Uh are two dollars each. So I picked up some ones I was missing. And a nice chunk of dollar comics myself. Just give myself a variety of things. And then you get postcard deal where as long as you spend thirty bucks, you get five dollars off, I think it is. And lady nicely gave me a some extra stuff off of course grab myself a couple of the pre-comic book day comics they have a good collection there usually got about eight to ten different pre-comic book day comics i only had i seen two that i didn't have so i grabbed those two we'll be talking about those on the podcast of course probably not far from now uh but yeah check them out it's a decent place to go it's and they seem to have gotten better, more comic book interested workers behind the counter. I, I know in the past I had employees that just basically seemed like they didn't care anything about comics or what was going on and spent more time on their phones than working. But now it's past few times, three, four times that I've been in there, people were fun and friendly and helpful so go check them out 
see if you can find something good while the sales are going. And now, though, uh, by the way, I, they had a bunch of other sales too, but I just on comic when I went up there. Uh, and then I figured I'd give a shout out to uh, Us World of Wonders, six nine one three West Oklahoma Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin five three two one nine. They're a nice, big, wide open store. You're not cramped up with anything. Uh, they have a nice, nice layout of aisles of their graphic novels, all alphabetized and laid out nicely. They uh, sale or acts of the graphic novels, trade paperbacks. Uh, a pile of boxes of fifty cent, dollar, different priced comics. In the back area, uh, and it's nice little area to work with, wide open around you, so you're not all cramped up. You could easily have like four people all the way around it, just going through comics and not even bug each other. Yeah, good variety of figure action figures, collectibles, stuff like that, statues, and nice. Big glass shelving uh, spread out throughout the store. Uh, nice section of pops. Nice section of new releases. Uh, everybody seemed to be fun and friendly that was working there when I stopped in. Picked up myself. That was I had a doctor's appointment just down the road, and that's how I came across that one. So I picked up. A few comics and stuff, a couple graphic novels, and that's where I got my Howard Duck Volume 1 trade paperback and stuff. And stupidly didn't buy the Volume 0 that I was looking at with it, and I put it back. I should have grabbed it. But, yeah. Those are a couple shops. Go check them out. Support your, support your comics businesses so we can keep Keep those doors open at a few places at least because it's it's easy to shop online. It's more fun to go into a shop, see one, see someone, talk to someone. So go check your local shop out. If you're in Wisconsin, check out some of these. If we're lucky down the road, I'll find a way to... <laughs> Get an RV and just go trailing around and just go state to state checking out the different shops. Who knows <laughs> if that'll ever happen. But uh, for now, do what you can. Support your shops. Stay safe. Be good to each other. Have a great week. And we'll get back on here probably again tomorrow. Talk to you soon.